So once again, good morning, everyone. I am Carrie Little. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Coffee with Carrie. To end, I am going to say, grab your journal and turn to page. Let's see. You would think I would memorize these by now. Uh, you're running a business. Take it seriously. So page 140. Page 140. I'm going to cheat and I'm going to go based on my download. So that's what we're going to do. All right. So here we go. So good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So you, first of all, let me tell you everything I'm about to say to you, I'm actually doing for a client. So most of you know that I, we have a few agents, a few, like 37, including me. And I really don't sell houses, show houses, list houses, but there are times if you are someone that I know you're, um, you know, from back in the day, I still have to, I might go with Mark to get the listing, to do the work, and I'm the admin. And you can see I am hiring an admin. It's in my bio. It is in my bio, in my link tree, the job description, all of it. So I might as well tell you now. So, so sometimes I play admin, although I think I do that every day. So I have a client and we're listing this person's house. And the, and, and the, here's the concern. And the concern might be like this for all of you. So the concern is, is I don't, where am I going to move to? Like here, here's the challenge in this marketplace. Rentals, you need a, a credit score like you're buying the house. So you might as well buy a house. And so there aren't many rentals out there. If you sell your house today, you are probably going to make a whole lot more money. And if you missed my market update, if you missed my market update, go to my IGTV channel and list, watch the market update because inventory is so low. I actually did a re, um, a, and a, how do I, I don't want to say this, a, I don't want to call it a dumbed down version. I want to call it a shorter version of think outside the box yesterday for an association to help real estate agents think. Uh, when they talk to their sellers and their buyers. So inventory in many of our cities is down. And I think, I think knowing me, I probably got rid of it by now because I like to clean up my desk. Yeah, it's, it's in the recycling bin. Like inventory in a lot of our areas, and maybe I'll just go look while, while I'm chatting with you. So inventory is down in many of our cities. And it's down so low that if you do list your house, we're, we, we, we're joking, although it's not a joke, that you could almost suggest a price, right? Yeah, if you don't have an admin, you are the admin, true. So, so, you, so we're saying prices are often suggested, we're testing the markets, and you, know, you could list the property at market value and still go over market value, right? And so what we're, what I'm finding with my client is that we need to find her a house because she's like, Carrie, we're making, you know, you could easily make 50, 60, $100,000 more than you could have last year. And I'm not saying this is true in every market. So I'm telling you this to say, many of you have not figured out that you need to go find the house. So I literally, everything that I'm teaching all of you, if you went through the original live I've got houses for sale course I'm doing everything I taught all of you to do if you didn't go through it just know I'm going I am actually doing a direct mail marketing piece specifically so let me tell you what I'm doing 
So I've the and and here, <clears throat> and once you get this download, can you please, please, please say that again? Oh my gosh, Ebony, I don't know what I said. So I am literally doing a direct mail campaign to here it is. Here it is. I am doing a direct mail campaign to for my clients. So let me give you a scenario. And here are the tips, but here's what I need you to do first. The first thing I need you to do is you need to figure out where your buyer wants to live. And if your buyer sends you, um, here, I'm going to read this. Ebony says, I heard a top producer say during a live that she was literally waiting on foreclosures so her buyers could have houses. Let me tell you something. We're, I'm changing the topic for a second. Right now, the foreclosure moratorium for anyone that is in pre-foreclosure, well, I should say it like this. You haven't paid your mortgage probably since the forbearance. And if you haven't paid your mortgage, there's a forbearance. Like since you've been in, yeah. So there is, I'm sorry, there is a moratorium, meaning the banks aren't foreclosing. Okay. You need to go Google when is the moratorium being lifted. Right now it is June 2021. That's when it's expected to be lifted. But per awesome Google and all these articles, it might get extended till December 31st. So for those of you that are like, Carrie, I am waiting for foreclosures for my buyers, you're doing your clients a disservice. If you need it, first of all, if you need a deal, you need to go find the deal. There are deals out there. You're just going to work a little bit harder. You need, so here's a, here's a tip on if you have an investor and you need a house for an investor, the same process works for an investor and a buyer. You might not get the deal you would get years ago. However, I do. There are people that have houses that are paid off that just want out. We just don't know how to think as real estate agents. Yeah, Ebony, you sent me in a whole new direction. So why? Why? Why would you wait for foreclosures? Because if and, and I said it, I said it last year. I don't think we are going to see pre-foreclosures until 2022. And let me say this, because the market is so hot, now we do expect interest rates to go up in the third or the fourth quarter this year. You need to go do your research. I'm, I'm not a loan officer. I am not the federal government, but Dr. Yoon said it. So the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors, and he's looking at the data. So, um, and you have until I think June 1st to watch the replay on NAR.legislative. If you missed it, man, just go to NAR and read. Or I'm sure there's probably a video replay there. So here's my point. Can you find a deal for your clients? Yes, but you are going to work harder at it. It's boots on the ground. My husband finds properties before they're listed. So, okay, so let's go back. So if you have a client and you can't find the house, if you are waiting until foreclosures, here's what you need to know. Inventory here, and I'm, you know, because I opened up my, my data. Right now, in the last 12 months in my marketplace, the entire marketplace, and that means Champaign, Illinois, up to the Wisconsin border, Sterling, Indiana, that far over. And, and I do know North, South, East, and West. We are down 33% from last year in inventory. And when I look at this in, in the, and so in 12 months, and this is a rolling calendar, 
28,577 properties, residential. Last year this time, or the year prior, we had 42,985 properties. If I go back to monthly for our entire MLS, we are down 20,000, we're down 45%. But let me just make it really relevant because everybody's looking for a deal. I'm gonna go to where I think a lot of people wanna be like right outside of the city of Chicago. So I'm in Maywood and in the last 30 days, inventory is down 54%. Oh, but wait, wait, there's more? Let's look at the last 12 months for a second. In Maywood, in the last 12 months for single family homes, traditional homes were down 40%, 39.4. REOs, there were two. Short sales, there were five. So all of you that are waiting for the bank to have all of these pre-foreclosures, here here's, here's my point. If inventory is still down, because there are some people that were furloughed and they can't come back to work. There were some people that actually did a forbearance and they didn't have to. I feel like I need to be at somebody's pulpit preaching this. If inventory is still low, some people applied for a, um, a forbearance, right? They were furloughed on their job. They applied for a forbearance, but they could still afford their mortgage because they were making more money on unemployment and banks, because here's everybody thinks we're going to have this huge bubble. There might be one, but I don't know how big it will be. If this is the case and banks decide to put what you didn't pay for the last 12, 15 months on the end of the loan and you go back to work, you know you're employable, right? Or you have a dual income in your household. One of you is on unemployment and the other person has the money to pay the mortgage we're not going to see that property in foreclosure. But if we do see foreclosures, oh boy, do I have a story for you. If we do see foreclosures, it might not be a short sale. Let me say that again as I grab my hot coffee. We might see pre-foreclosures, but it might not be a short sale because the homeowner might still be able to have equity because we have been driving the prices up. Okay, right, Ebony, amen and amen. So I think, I do think um, next year, but I also think that there are some people that don't have to move. They will start paying their mortgages again. The bank will put the money on the end. Now, first of all, can you find pre-foreclosures? Absolutely. If the homeowner moves out of the home, if the homeowner moves out of the property, the bank can start the process. Don't move out of the house. And I did have an agent call me, left a message and say, hey, Carrie, one of your properties is in pre-foreclosure. I was like, what? I had to call the agent. By the time I was done, the company she hired to buy the list from called me because I'm a real estate agent. And I was like, you don't know me? I know that was a little arrogant. I'm pretty, I am pretty conservative, but I was hot. And the guy said, oh, and it wasn't even my property. They were, they were skip tracing. And I was even more hot because it had my ex-husband's name on it. I was furious. And it was a property that wasn't even attached to me. You didn't go look up to see who the business owner was so you could call the right person. The property isn't in pre-foreclosure. It was a cash deal. And we ended up on the wrong list. 
oh, boy, do I have stories. And in the state of Illinois, he said, oh, well, when the VA called, I said, it wasn't a VA. It was a licensed real estate agent because I did look her up. I almost said her name because in the state of Illinois, it is illegal for anyone to make a phone call and do any cold calling on behalf of a real estate agent if they're not licensed and sponsored. Okay, here we go. I'm done. I'm done. And I'm done. I'm Carrie and I'm done. <laughs> so here we go. Tips. Uh, yeah, right, Kimberly. These offers are, you can't really wave an appraisal, but what I do know what you mean. They are waving that if the if the property doesn't appraise, they'll come to closing with the additional funds. So they're, they're right. So you can't really wave an appraisal if you need a mortgage, but you can say that if the property doesn't come in, at the right price, we will come to closing with extra funds. We are driving the price up. So what I do think we will see is we, I do think that if interest rates go up and we keep pushing up prices and we don't see the affordable properties and affordable doesn't mean low income. It just means like median income for homeowners, you know, affordable in my community might be 200,000, but now the $200,000 house is now 250. So whenever you hear the word affordable, it doesn't mean poor because that's what people think. Yes, gift tracing means, Patty, if you are unlisted everywhere and, and I'm Patty, I'm not saying you don't pay your bills and you weren't paying your bills, I am skip tracing to call your mother, your cousin, your brother. Hey, I'm just kind of looking for Patty. I just, you know, and then every, all of a sudden people are calling Patty. Like, they're like, Patty, someone keeps calling me and you get stressed out and now you start answering the phone. Skip tracing is finding, figuring out how to find someone. So anyway, here we go. Tips to finding houses for your buyers. You almost, they almost got me hot. You should have seen me. And I was, I was respectable to the guy when he called me about my house being in foreclosure. Cause you know, I was like, Mark, did you pay my mortgage on the rental? He looked at me. He was, he was mad. I was like, well, let me just tell you the story first. So it, it, we had a moment. We had a moment. So, oh, so here's the moral to that story. If you're cold calling and you are cold calling pre foreclosures, I would say before you call each one of them, Take it a step further, make sure there is actually a list pendants file because banks are not filing list pendants during the moratorium. So we would not, you would not be living in the house, but the property that they were calling on um, is vacant. So, so it, it could have been on the right list. All right, say that affordable doesn't mean poor, right? So tips to finding houses for your buyers. So, and I even say in the download that will be available by 1030, uh, where does your buyer want to live? If you are listening to the replay, I have to say this, this download will be in smartgirl.media, that Instagram page. So where does your buyer want to live? So if you call me up and you're like, Carrie, I have to live in Bellwood and there's two houses for sale. And I'm like, okay, you're pre-approved, you're underwritten and you can spend $200,000. And then you're like, well, Carrie, I want to be in a certain area of Bellwood. So what I have to do, and, and, and what if my buyer says, I'm willing to go to Bellwood, Westchester, Hillside, Maywood, Oak Park. I'm like, we're, this is now, could I mail to all five areas? Maybe. But the moment you say, I'm willing to go anywhere, I need to reel you back in. I need to know exactly where you want to be. Subdivision in a high rise building in downtown Chicago, you know, walking distance to downtown Naperville. Good luck with that. Um, how badly do you want the house? Are you willing to do work if it needs work? 
because we're looking for houses that are not listed and we haven't seen inside. So you need to narrow down where does your buyer want to be, right? For me, it was school district. So be very specific. Where do you want to live? Otherwise, you will be stressed out. And it's okay to say, look, let's start in this area first. I'll send out a mailer while your property is listed. You also need to ask your buyer, how badly do they want to sell the house? Because now they're going to make $100,000 over what they owe. Because last year, they would have only made $30,000. You need to ask those hard questions. Can you go live with parents? Can you go live with a sister or a cousin? Do you have another property? Because what if you can't find that house right away? Now, do I think you can find it? Absolutely, because I'm going to prove it to you. Okay, so you need to know that. And then qualify the buyer. Now, hopefully by now, now if you have a listing and your buyer wants you to find a house, you might, even, oh, you might even throw in, are you willing to live in an apartment complex for a season? You need to really know because if you start mailing and their house sells really fast, that's why I like private status because then maybe we can negotiate when you move out. Okay. Um, so, all right. So um, number three, you've qualified your buyer. Search for properties in their price range. Now, when I say search, I mean you now need to go find off-market properties. Can you use your multiple listing service? Yes. You need to make sure it's not relisted. Um, I would say you need to determine how to figure out turnover rate in a community. It can be done. It can be done. Every MLS should have some type of data set on how to find turnover rate. You could probably go to the census. You could probably Google it. You know, what's the turnover rate in Bellwood, Illinois? You could probably figure that out. What's the turnover rate, rate in Glen Ellen, Illinois? What's the turnover rate in Atlanta in, a certain, in Buckhead? Like, I bet you could find it. So once you know that, if you had to go back to your MLS to look for properties that are no longer off the market, and you know the annual turnover rate is 12 years, I mean, not the annual, but the turnover rate is every 12 years people move out, you need to go back about 12 years. And you could also use whatever system you use for farming. For me, it's Remind used to be Realist. You could also use RPR. Okay, so I said you're searching for properties in, in the price range they can be in. And what do I mean by that? If I know that you can buy two, you can pay, spend $200,000. When I go back to whatever system I'm using, I am now looking for properties that were purchased 12 years ago, but have a lot of equity. Now, does it mean that the seller won't sell to me at market value? No. Now you could negotiate and say, look, I have a buyer. I'm going to um, walk you through the process. I'm going to connect you with an attorney. You will represent yourself, but I'll make sure you have all the disclosures. I will make sure that we work with the city to get the inspections done. And we will keep that long line and all of those people from being in your house. And let me make, this is how, what I would tell uh, uh, a, a potential seller because I'm knocking on doors, et cetera. So I would tell my seller, not my seller, the house for my buyer, the owner of the property, because I'm not representing that client. I would say it is taking between six, I'm looking in Maywood, by the way, between 16 and 54 days to go under contract once we list. 16 is the median. So we could expect to be under contract in 16 days. This is if you list it. And then you would have between 23 and 31 showings. I should switch, switch this, hold on. 
Yeah, like 23 and 30 showings. In some areas, they're seeing like 23 to 50 showings. So I say to this homeowner, I have a buyer fully underwritten. I've, you know, I've done a market analysis is on your home. Um, I would love to, you know, if you're thinking about selling, do you mind if I come preview your home? Yes, I will email you my credentials, you know, whatever you have to do to get in to prove you're not crazy. Send them your real estate license. They let you in the home, you walk through. And then you say, I'll talk to my buyer, I'll do a market analysis. Um, or you could say, have you done any research to find out what you think your home is worth? And then when they come back and say, well, whatever, whoever, whatever website said it's worth, they say it's worth 200. Well, you know what, when I, you know, my buyer is willing to buy your house without having an inspection. Now, of course, you need to know that your buyer is okay with this. They might even have the inspection, but know what they have to fix. So once you know that the house might only be worth 180 instead of 200, you've you have changed the commission, right? Because the commission may not be the full commission if you listed the house, right? You're not doing dual agency, right? You are now avoiding um, all of these people coming through your house. I'm making your life easy. And I'm going to make sure that both attorneys have all paperwork. I have proven to you that my buyer has the funds to close and they're fully underwritten, which means we needed a house and an appraisal. Boom. So we'll, now here's what I have to say to all of you. I, I, you know, this is my, this is time. So even yesterday, it probably took me an hour to build the postcard, maybe, because I had not used it before. But once I built it, I actually went and trained my agent. So if you're an agent at Caremark, if you go to Workplace, I showed you exactly what I did for this client using Remind, the school district I worked in, and then I actually dug a little bit deeper and I came up with about 43 properties to mail to the potential homeowners that could sell. So I looked for people that have been in their house over 10 years. I looked for no mortgage. Right. And then I did a mailing. I will let you know how that goes because I'm going to keep mailing. It was really 42 people. I mailed to 43 because I had one sent to myself. I always want to see when the mail drops. So I don't know if any of you um, have ever done a mailer. You should always have it mailed to your house so you know when it hits the, the marketplace. And I added a link to Cloud CMA so you'll fill it out. Right. So um, you will spend money. The postcard I created was in Remind. So I just used a Remind template. Then um, you, or if you don't have the pocketbooks, I think it costs like $31 for the 43 postcards. That was it. Oh, I moved my note cards somewhere. You could send handwritten notes. Hey, I have a buyer looking in the area. If you're thinking of selling, I'd love to talk to you. You might door knock if you don't have the, the, the pocketbook. But with gas prices, you might as well just buy a stamp and send it in the mail. And then my other tip would be is place an ad, a Facebook ad and an Instagram ad over the city. Now, when you do get this handout down here, I am telling you, based on Pew Research, social media demographics, 18 to 29 um, year olds, 90% are on social media. 30 to 49 year olds, 82% are on social media. 50 to 64 year olds, 69%. And then when you get over 65 years old, 40%. But once you get over the age of about 40, some of us, because I know some of you are watching, 
you're not even using social media. You are, I am making you use social media. And so if that is true, think about the demographics for the area you're targeting. If you only think you're going to generate leads from social media, you're mistaken. You are less likely to generate a lead from social media for a seller. You're less likely. It doesn't mean you won't, but you are less likely because of demographics. So here's my point. The World Wide Web has been around this year, March, 31 years. And I just told you age 18 to 29, 90% are on social media. And then 30 to 49, 82%. All of you know when Facebook hit and you were like, nope, not doing it. And some of you were on MySpace and you only did it because your kids were on MySpace and you wanted to make sure they weren't putting out nude photos of themselves, right? So you were on it. So if, if that is true and you really aren't using social media, you will probably have more credibility by doing a direct mail piece every single month. Now you could do it every week for the first month, every other week for the second month, and then every month. Nothing happens overnight, it happens over time. Let me say that again. Nothing happens overnight, it happens over time. And boy, if you could read what I read today, if you are in haste, eventually you stumble and you make a mistake. If you are in a hurry, if you are, what do they call it? False flagging. If you're out here trying to make it look like you are, you are living the way you're supposed to be living. Look, I have some debt and that is my goal for 2021 is to not have any debt. Because the truth is, is I don't ever want to be in a pandemic because I'll tell you the first three weeks of the pandemic and forgive me, I was tired I had a lot of work and I was like, three weeks, I have a vacation. I'm going to get caught up. And then we were in Illinois, we were deemed essential. So I don't want to ever put anyone down for not for being essential. But I really did think that the real estate market was going down here. We were going down. And I was like, here we go. Pre-foreclosures it is. And it didn't happen the way I thought it would happen. Right. Thank you, Ebony. It really doesn't happen overnight. So I've been going live now every Friday since last year. And I went for to noon and then lost some people and then came back to nine and I'm still trying to build it up. But the truth is, is if you are consistent, people will eventually, they're right, ain't right. Kimberly, let me tell you these folks out here, this is why um, it's, yeah, struggle. And some, when I tell you for real, I need about three of you to come over here and help me go through my stuff. After listening to that women's council event on being a minimalist, I even bought her book. It's in the other room. I, 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 went, I was looking for shoes today for a photo shoot. I'm being derailed by myself. And I was like, I need to just bag all this stuff up. I, I got to get rid of stuff. So yeah. I don't need anything new. I don't, I don't need a Louis Vuitton. Maybe I want one, but I don't need it. I'm good. I'm good. I want money in the bank. All right. So placing that over the city, you're, um, uh, you know, looking for a house for my buyer. Maybe you'll do a video. I think it should be a video. If you are, depending on your multiple listing service, search um, your private status. Do you have a new construction website? So what does that mean? In Illinois, in with Midwest real estate data, every real estate agent has access to new construction for all of the companies that place their business on our new construction site. So the houses might may or may not be listed. And every one of these agents, let me say it again, because some of you don't come to class and you come see me on Friday. Every agent in Illinois, Northern Illinois, gets a landing page, their own website for new construction. So New construction could be an option for your client. Although I hear if you're in Atlanta, right, Ebony, people are bidding on dirt. 
Right. Raven, just come help me too. We need, we need construction bags. We need construction bags. So my question to all of you would be, and I'll, I'll go through these tips really quickly again. What else can you think of to find a house for your buyer? What else could you think of? And I'll say, like, you could go figure out where all these private groups are, because I do know there are some hidden groups on Facebook for uh, pocket listings. I'm aware. I know they're out there. How can you find a house? Sometimes it's just, you know, maybe it's creating your own groups to talk about, you know, I have houses, but you don't want to list. Oh, in Remind, um, it's like an iBuyer platform in Remind under all of your profiles, there's an option to give a link to someone that says, give me a price on a house. So if you're working with investors, that could be an option. Okay, so here we go. Number one, be specific with your buyer. Where do they really want to live? Don't let them derail you because you'll be working in 10 different areas and spending a lot of money. Now, here's what you should know. Even though they could be, you could be sending mailers. If your buyer doesn't buy that house, you now could have a seller that wants to sell their house, but you might have to go find them a house. <laughs> Qualify the buyer. I'm going to say, make sure they're fully underwritten. Search for properties in their price range. Like I said before, if they can, if their um, pre-approval underwritten document says that they can afford $200,000 and they only have three and a half percent down, go look in your tax systems and your MLS based on turnover rate. So if it's 12 years in your area, go back 12 years, look for everyone um, that purchased maybe in, you know, in the last 10 years or more, and then also look for sales price. What did the house sell for 10 years ago? because then you won't, you won't look for properties that sold for 300,000 10 years ago because your, your client wouldn't be able to buy it because the homeowner could, well, they could probably sell it, but it's just not in your client's price range. I also like to look for off-market, no mortgage. Okay. Um, all right, Sharon, we were just upgraded to Remind Pro, right? Okay, cool. Um, so I said, search for off-market homes and then be specific. Like what, do you, like you can, in Remind, I, I may be realist now, but in Remind, you can also search by school district. You can search by subdivision. You can search by neighborhood. You can zoom into whatever building you want and you can target a specific building. Um, and if you do have questions, throw them in the Q&A and I will go over those in a moment. I don't want to miss your question. You are going to, um, oh, write this down. Go figure out what tools your MLS offers for farming. Do that. You will spend money. It is what it is. I just told all of you that I am doing this for my, um, for a friend of mine. I am looking for a house. I'm going to find a house. I'll keep you posted. Uh, and I spent, and I was very specific. I sent it only to about 42, 42, 42 properties. Oh, and we were like, we, she wanted square footage, number of bedrooms, wanted it to be a fixer upper. Can't guarantee that yet. I have to see it. And school district and no mortgage in a specific city. I'll let you know what that city is once I find the house. Um, you, If you don't have the money to spend, boy, do I have a reel for you. If you don't have the money to spend, make your coffee at home. Make your coffee at home. This does not cost me four bucks or two bucks or a dollar. I don't know if I qualify for the senior discount at McDonald's yet. I'm 50, but in a pinch, maybe that's the option. 
stay out of the store. Stay out of the store, right? Go figure out how you can get the money to do marketing. If you start to build your business today, what could it possibly look like tomorrow? Some of you need to cook dinner at home. Ooh, that crock pot is calling me, right? Yeah, coffee at home. And, and you know, these pre the press that I got, it was a gift. You can go to TJ Maxx and Target and they've got them for like 30 bucks. So that's your 30 bucks. Then you just make coffee at home. There you go. You're a senior too, Mina. In Illinois, our, ML, our real estate license law book says you are considered a senior at 45. So then, uh, and again, if you don't have the money, you're going to spend time door knocking. So I'm sure all of you apply for those PPP loans. What'd you do with the money? Did you, did you do what you were supposed to do with the money? Go find a loan officer to team up with. Um, or you're going to door knock, you're going to be door knocking if your state allows it yet, um, or you're putting out uh, doorknob bags, or you're putting out doorknob bags. Search private statuses. My other tip is um, if your MLS has a new construction website, it might be new construction. And um, what else can you think of to find a house? Yes. We spend so, some of you need to just write down, just take a, you know, every time you go out, get, get that handy dandy Ziploc bag or Trader Joe's bag. We call it the jewel bag or the Mariano's bag or the Kroger's bag, right? Go get, go get, go get a cute little zip bag office supplies at the Dollar Tree. And every time you eat dinner out, put it in that bag. And then at the end of the month, tally it up, count that money. Some of you need to figure out how to get somebody else to take you to dinner, right? Every time that loan officer calls you or that title rep, you might want to show up and don't overspend. When you guys do get invited to dinner, be conservative. Don't buy four or five drinks. All right, that was my soapbox. So if you are mermaids and mocha, this, this is the reserve. So, oh, shout out to mermaids and mocha. If you guys want the trendy Starbucks mugs. Give her a follow. Cool, cool, cool Starbucks mugs. This is my reserve mug. Top me off, right? And again, thanks for joining me with Coffee with Carrie. Do I have any questions? I can't do that yet. Do I have any questions? Here we go. And the download will be available for you in my bio by 10.30. Hey, Patrice. So here, let's see. Where is the landing page for the new construction site? Raven, I'm assuming you're in Illinois. If you simply go to tools, resources, and links in the top right-hand corner of Connect MLS, it is called New Home Resources. And then when you log in, create your account, you will see your um, website somewhere in your profile. Good question. Let's see. Is that only a feature for Remind Pro? Um, Kara, can you be more specific? Can you be more specific? Let's see. Pretty sure I know the answer, I bet you do. But why not dual agency if you get the seller from the mailers? Okay, so when you do dual agency, you now become a, a transaction manager. So I'm, I'm gonna talk Illinois. Um, you now have to treat the buyer and the seller equally. 
So you cannot tell either one of one, either one of them what to do. You cannot coach either one of them. You have to say, here are the comps for both of you. What do you want to do? So I would use notice of no agency with the seller. I'm not trying to list the property. I am trying to find a house for my buyer. I am not trying to list the property. I am trying to find a property for my buyer and avoid listing it, avoid open house lines, avoid multiple offers that my buyer kept losing because we've lost 20, right? How, does, does that kind of make sense? You can use notice of no agency. And if you are, if you watch the operation, I've got houses for sale live, the four part series, then you remember that was in, I think, part one. If you didn't watch on June 6th, there is an on-demand course coming on June 6th. And when you get this download today, you will get the e-blast when it launches. If you already were in the course, you will get an affiliate link. You will get an affiliate link to share, but you already have the course. So really good question. Let's go see. All right, here we go. So you mentioned, I think I need to click this. So you mentioned there was a link that you could send. It sounded like a request for valuation and, and he mentioned it was in under Remind profile. Yes, okay. So that's a good question. I don't know if it's a, a Remind Pro or not. So, cause I have Pro. Let's go see. I just know it, it launched and it was new. So when you are in Remind, I think I'm getting to Remind. I'm going to go look. I'll tell you. So good question. I will find that out. Let's see. When are you doing a social media course? So sometime I'm going to put out a calendar next, this weekend, I am going to do a social media course. I think the first one or the first two will be at no cost. And then, um, and I'm offering it to business owners, real estate agents, and educators. You could just join if you're not any of those people. And I'm doing this because I'm getting a lot, my twin sister, she's getting a lot of questions from people looking for a course. So that'll be launched. And, and there's reasons why I have to do it quick because I upgraded my Zoom account. And so I can have 500 people for at least 30 days. And then I'll decide if I should really upgrade because it gets expensive. Okay, so Kara, here we go. Under my name, bottom left-hand corner in Remind, for those of you that are listening or watching the replay, there is an option. Let me think. I got to figure out where I found it. It, okay, so once you create your account, I probably need to show all of you this one day. Um, once you create your social profile and your custom URL and you copy it and then you share it, I will add it to my link tree later when I add the download today. And I'll put the download in my, um, in my story so you know when it launches. So you need to watch my story every day. So here... It says, do you want to explore listings? Has all my information recently sold? And then I turned on, get me an offer. So I don't, I don't see it, but in Remind, there is an option under, under listing display options. 
allow clients to request an offer on their home. So I would say, instead of thinking that this is for pro, go to your profile and remind for those of you that have it, and then scroll down to listing display options, get me an offer, turn it on, and then go to your own link because you can build your own link. And Kara, it would be my first name, last name. I would not put my sponsoring broker and I'll tell you why, unless you're the owner of the company, because if you put in, I got to think, who do I, so if I put in Carrie Little ABC Realty, that's my URL. I can't change it. So once you build your URL, mine is literally remind.com slash RE slash Carrie Joe Little. And it is, it'll stay that way forever. So if I decided one day, whew, being a managing broker is not what I thought it would be. And I just let someone else manage. I could still, I could go work for another company and I would still be branded to me. So that would be my tip. So set it up create an account with a personal email address and test it. So good, good questions coming soon to a theater near you. I will have a social media class coming, coming. You just saw that in your profile. Okay, see? Especially since you got the full version, right? Let's see. Hey, Carrie, what's the Remind Moody Analytics. Okay, so Moody Analytics is a data analytics tool. You, it, you do have to upgrade for that. And when I talked to Remind, I got it for 30 days to test it as an instructor. And as an instructor, um, you, Moody Analytics gives you data for rentals and for commercial. So I would say to you, do you need it? I'm not saying you shouldn't buy it, but do you need it? And go Google Moody Analytics. They give you some really great, great data. They have to charge you for it because it's kind of expensive. So you might be able to get commercial analytics. As a matter of fact, I'm sure you can in RPR. So that would be my solution. So any other questions? Any other questions? So let me just say this. If you are a real estate agent and you haven't gotten the new real estate agents journal, <clears throat> and I'm working on some other stuff in my spare time, we are on page 140 today taking notes um, under you are running a business. So what I want all of you to do is give me about 15 or 20 minutes. If you are listening to the replay, you probably have to go to smartgirl.media for the link. Um, cool. There you go. Who knew? I don't, sometimes I can't teach you guys everything. I have so much information in my head, but if I spit it all out, out at once, you probably all just, you pass out. It's too much. It is too much. So Thanks for joining me today. I am Carrie Little. Thanks for joining me for Coffee with Carrie. <clears throat> Again, if there's something you want to learn, please let me know. Right now, I know all of you need houses for your buyers. I will have this download available in about 15 to 30 minutes. And this will be also available for the replay on IGTV. If you missed the replay, on uh, if you which if you missed the market update where I went live, please take a moment and go watch that one. Go watch that update because some of you are going to say, "Oh, the market isn't what I think it is." And 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 when you get the download today, I gave you my my YouTube channel. Everything in here is clickable unless you print it out. So I gave you my YouTube channel link. <coughs> Excuse me, I gave you my YouTube channel link. I got my mermaids and mocha mug. I gave you my YouTube channel link and my clubhouse link. Make sure you join us on Sunday where we're going to see 
it, the, the topic is really realtor, realtor, what you're going to do. The next generation is coming for you. I will put, I think that I'll put that link in my bio. I think it's under collective conversations, the club. I will also share a post in my story so you can be reminded to go there. This is on Sunday. And I think it's at 3.30 central time at the moment, maybe in the future, we'll go every other week or change the time. And then every Monday, join um, myself and Hope Mims from Baltimore, Maryland, where we go live on Clubhouse. All right, everyone, have a great weekend. Maybe I'll go live at the, at the photo shoot. Maybe I'll go live at the photo shoot. Make sure you join me on YouTube.